This is Floyd Hughes, pastor of Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills. I just wanted to share about my new book, Act Like an E-Christian. The E stands for evangelical. And despite what you may have heard, evangelical Christianity has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with the reason the body of Christ exists, sharing the gospel. My book, a devotional based on the book of Acts, prayerfully encourages Christ followers to return to our evangelical roots of sharing the gospel with folks in our circles of influence. It's available on Amazon in paperback and for Kindle, and you can pick up a copy today. Thanks and God bless. You're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest. I am Pastor Floyd Hughes from Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills, and with me, as always, is Mark Berkshire with Mark Berkshire Ministries in Fairchance, Pennsylvania. And we are talking about Christmas. Um, we're actually talking about several aspects of Christmas. One, uh, we're talking about Christmas because this is the Christmas season. Two, uh, we're talking about Blue Christmas because not everybody is happy at Christmas. And I don't mean blue Christmas Elvis wise. That's a whole different thing. Uh, but three, we're also talking about the fact that there are some Christians that say that Christians shouldn't celebrate Christmas. I just got hammered again with that this morning because I made a TikTok video and I said, here are the things that I have seen Christians post this Christmas season. This is only the 7th of December. And I listed all the hateful mean-spirited things that Christians have been posting, uh, you know, like, hey, if you don't agree with my theology, you're going to hell. You're going to hell because you celebrate Christmas. You're a false prophet because you tell people to celebrate Christmas and all of these things. Uh, I posted that this morning, and it's got, like, hundreds of comments and, like, 3,000 views and people. The bad part is people are arguing on there, <laughs> and they're missing the point. I'm like, you're missing the point. You're yeah. saying the point was, hey, you're supposed to be Christians, and yet we're posting all these negative things. And then to defend themselves, they start arguing and posting negative things. And I'm like, I, how can we, how can we make the world a better place when we can't get it right? But that's why we all need Jesus. So we're talking about Christmas, uh, but let's start with Blue Christmas and. Um, Explain a little bit of what that is. Did you want to do it or you want me to? It doesn't matter. Whichever way you want to go. You go want to do it? it? Okay. Go for Blue, it. Blue Christmas is something that really started taking um, taking a, a, a first page view of it. Um, I would say maybe over the pandemic, it got a little bit more coverage but it's been around for a while and it's, it talks about the fact that not everyone views Christmas as a happy time of the year. It's supposed to be the, the most jolliest time of, of the year. And for a lot of people, it is the worst time of the year. Um, for a lot of people, they don't have a reason they don't feel like they have a reason to celebrate the season. Even though they celebrate Jesus, they still are doing it 
in some terms under false pretenses because they're not enjoying it, but they're going to enjoy it for other people around them. And, you know, part of my thing is to, to let people know it's okay to be not okay during the season. Um, we still celebrate Jesus. Yes. We want to celebrate Jesus. We, Jesus is the only reason for this season, but with everything going on, it's hard to, to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes, sometimes you see people, there's three different people that see the tunnel. There's people that see just an empty, dark tunnel. There's people that see the light at the end of the tunnel. And then there's the train driver that sees the crazy people standing on the tracks as he's coming through. But, uh, you know, there's, there, there's things that are, that we need to be careful about. And, and we need to, as Christians, not to belittle someone because they don't have the joy of the season in them. And that is so hard because there's so many Christians, as you, you pointed out with your TikTok video, that, that will just kick you while you're down because you're not happy during this time of the year. Yeah, yeah. I I I don't I don't under understand that. That's kind of like it's yay, it's Christmas. Let me go kick people while they're down. It doesn't make yeah. any it doesn't. But um we were also talking about before the uh before we um started the podcast that um it's not just blue Christmas as you were saying, not just because of grief. Right. Um, there, there are some people who this is the worst time of the year because they've lost family members and they're missing them. Uh, but it's also some people who are, uh, it's not necessarily the loss of a, a life, but the loss of a relationship, the loss of a job. For many people right now, they're struggling financially. And the thought of spending you know, hundreds or thousands or whatever of dollars on Christmas gifts when you're just trying to keep the lights and the heat on um, is, is, is staggering. Um, the cost of food has gone up astronomically. The cost of everything has gone up. They're forecasting heat and light, everything going up. And some people, I mean, this is just the worst time of the year because they can't do anything financially and what gets hammered into them through TV, media, and in the church sometimes is it's about gift giving. And they're like, I can't give any gifts. I have kids. I can barely keep, you know, food on the table. I can't give any gifts. And uh, so it's a, it's a hard time. Some people have just lost their jobs. A lot of people lost their jobs. Uh, doesn't matter how people feel about the vaccination mandate. A lot of people lost their jobs because of it. Mm -hmm. And now they're rolling into the holidays. Like what am I, you know, I, I, I got to still pay mortgage rent, this, that, and the other uh, with no job. I'm searching for a new job, which yes, yeah. there are jobs out there, but if you lost your career, you know, medical professionals, uh, professional people, uh, and you lost your career that you've been in for 10, 12, 15 years now, because, of these vaccine mandates, it's not like you can just go out and yeah, I'll take that, you know, 
15 or even $20 an hour job at McDonald's and it's going to pay your bills. Cause I remember when I lost my job years ago, I went from making six figures and unemployment <laughs> and two part-time jobs did not come close to covering the bills that I had to pay. Um, so it can be hard and especially during the holidays. So there's lots of reasons why people are grieving or feeling blue or, or not in that joyous space right now. And we in the church, we have to try to acknowledge that uh, without uh, coming across as demeaning to them, but also without coming across as demeaning that this is the reason for the season we're celebrating the birth of Christ. Yeah. And, and we need to do it also not because we pity them. Yes, exactly. People people don't need your pity right now. They need your love. There you so, go. you know, encourage them and not in a way that is not putting them down because they don't have the 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 sources to pay for toys for the kids or something. Um, you know, say how can I help? What do you need? Um is there a gift that I can get for the kids and say it's from you? you well, before let me interrupt you for one second because I'm gonna I'm gonna lose this thought. Um, I don't know if she listens, but there's I have two t- two t-shirt ladies now. One locally, one uh, Taylor at the Grit Grace who's on TikTok. She's made a bunch of t-shirts for me. I don't know if she listens to this podcast, but Taylor, if you hear this, can you make? a t-shirt that says we don't need your pity. We need your love or something like that. Cause that, that that's something that needs to be ingrained into people because the church has a habit of, Oh, we pity you. We, this, you, we, that you. Yeah. And, and you nailed it. They don't need your pity. They need your love. So yeah. yeah. Tell her, put that on a t-shirt. If you hear this. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that, that's, that was my main thing. We, we don't, we in the church, and I've been guilty of this. We 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 tend to give a gift or give somebody money when they're down, instead of getting to the root of the problem. Is why why are you feeling this way? Why are you struggling so much? How can we help you not struggle? How can we help you get back on on track? Um, that's something we've missed in the church is when people, especially this time of the year, because we, we don't, you know, the church loves to hand money out at this time of the year and loves to, to be the person that, that, um, or the, the group that helps somebody out. See what we did. We helped them. We gave them a Christmas, but then on January 1st, forget about them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and this is something that needs to go through the entire year. And that's another reason why some people are blue around Christmas, because they know they're going to get help from, from people around Christmas. But where are they the rest of the year? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not criticizing or judging. No. Because it's great that there are congregations that do this. But the churches that like, hey, we gave out 500 turkeys. Uh, we gave out. 200 gift cards at Christmas. Great. What did you do for those families the rest of the year? Because you gave them one meal and maybe paid their light bill. 
how are you helping them? Um, you know, and, and, and for the most part, most of those families aren't coming into those churches. Right. They're not like, Hey, I'm going to become a part of this family. Cause you, this, this church family, cause you got me a Turkey or you gave me a $200 light bill. Um, so I, and again, not criticizing no. those congregations that are able to help people in the, that way. But what most of those people need is someone who will um, come alongside them and say, Hey, yeah, instead of me giving you a Turkey, how about you come have dinner with us? Right. Uh, I'm going to invite you into my life, not just, you know, into this holiday season, into my life. And when you're still going through this in January, trying to figure out how to pay your bills, I'm going to be there with you. We're going to work through this. We're going to be in this together. I'm going to do what the Bible says, bear one another's burdens. Right. I'm going to help bear this burden with you. And it's hard but that's what Christ calls us to. But it's hard to do that because that's messy because that means you get other people's stuff on you and we're all, all dealing with our own stuff. But yeah. that's what it means to be the church. And, and and I'm not talking just financial help with them. You know, it's easy to give them money. It's easy to get them that. But go alongside them. And, and if it's a single mom, watch their kids. You know, if, if it's if it's a a single dad, you know, do his laundry with, for the kids for him, you know, there's things we can do without spending a dime and all it costs us is our time. So we need to, we need to look hard at that and say, okay, um, I see this family struggling. I know they're struggling. This is going to be a difficult Christmas for them. How can I help them through this season, but also help them through the season of life they're going through? That's the ticket. Yeah. You know, um, you, you, and, you know, and some people may say, well, I'm just tired of helping people because people don't care. It's not about people caring. It's not about who's caring or what. It's about you being willing to give of your time, talents, and resources and letting God do the rest of the work. I I will say that, I and I get that, there are some people who have like, hey, I've been helping people, I've been reaching out for years, and if you're, if you're at that point where you're tired of doing it, you can't give anymore, inspire, equip, or raise up others to do what you have been doing. Exactly. So uh, uh, share with them what you have done, how you have done it, ways that they can do it, um, um, explain and share with them the fruits of how lives were changed by you doing what you did. Uh, but here's the thing. If people aren't gifted to do it, they're not, they're not going to do it. And that, no. that's okay. That's okay. Cause not everybody's right. called to, you know, have that kind of hospitality or, but if you're, if you're at the point where you're like, I've, I've done that. I just can't do it anymore. I've done it all my life. Raise up others to do it. Uh, inspire others to do it. Talk to others about doing it. Um, it doesn't, everyone thinks that it, if, if it, if it's not a named ministry in the church, it's not functional or it's not working or it's not worth it. That's not true. One individual just doing it, helping other people, being there for other people, that that's being the church and that yeah. that's worth doing. And, and if you can't do that, if you can't be that person, help somebody who is that person. If you see somebody that's constantly helping others 
with, with whatever, offer to give them some money to help them along their endeavors. You know, um, it's just, or offer to, to hey, you, you're dealing with that family. I see they have a bunch of laundry that, that you do all the time. Why don't you bring me a couple loads of laundry and let me do it? You know, there's things you don't have to get physically involved in one-on-one -on -one with somebody to be a blessing to them. You know. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to switch tracks here and, and, and talk about the people that say that we shouldn't celebrate Christmas. Um, and I'm not talking about the non-Christians because technically... They're hypocrites because they're taking the day off. They're buying gifts. They're doing the whole thing anyway. So I, I'm not even talking about them. It's the Christians. No disrespect to the to the non-Christians who celebrate Christmas, but that's kind of hypocritical. Um, but to the Christians, they have three main arguments that they use for why we should not celebrate Christmas. Um, the first is um, there's no biblical command to celebrate. That, that where God says, celebrate the birth of my son. Um, the second is, it's not on that date. It's not on the 25th, so we're not even celebrating the right day. And the third is, it's so commercialized that we're not really focused on the birth of Christ anyway. So I want to I want to jump into each of those. I want to start with the there's no command um, in the Bible to celebrate the birth of Christ. And technically they're right. There is nowhere where God right. says, go celebrate the birth of my son, Jesus Christ. But we celebrate so many things that God has told us not to celebrate. Uh, cancer victims, or excuse me, cancer survivors celebrate the fact that they survived cancer. Mm -hmm. I don't think God is sitting up in heaven going, you're sinning, or I'm unhappy with you for that. Yeah. Um, uh, people in recovery celebrate literally days, weeks, months, years since I've been, you know, in recovery without a relapse. Mm. I don't think that displeases God. Right. And then my final one on this, and this is where this is why we're teaching through the Book of Esther now, because the entirety of the Book of Esther is a detailed account of why the Israelites celebrate Purim, which they celebrate today. Mm. Um, in, in, in Esther chapter 9, it says, here's why we, you know, this whole thing was detailed and accounted by Malachi, uh, um, Mordecai in order so that we would not forget that our lives were saved. I think it says we got relief from our enemies. My dog is barking. We got relief from our enemies. And they said it's to be celebrated as a, two days of joy, celebration, feasting giving gifts so that every generation in every city and anyone that becomes a part of our culture will remember that our lives were saved. And God didn't tell them to do it. It literally says the Jews took it upon themselves to celebrate this because their lives were saved. And so I don't see a problem with Christians saying, hey, the birth of Christ, it literally says in Luke chapter 2, when Simeon saw him, he said, God, I'm looking at your salvation. Mm -hmm. He wasn't looking at Jesus on the cross. He was looking at an eight-day-old baby Jesus. So 
if the Israelites can celebrate just because their lives were saved, why can't we celebrate in the same manner with feasting and joy and giving gifts? It's almost verbatim, like a Christmas celebration, uh, because the lives of all humanity were saved. Um, so there isn't a command saying, celebrate my son's birth. There also isn't a command saying, get on social media and complain about, you know, whatever. But yeah. there's also no command saying that you should not celebrate the son of my birth, the, the, the birth of my son. So, right. Uh, and yet there's, there's all through the Bible, especially the prophets and, and, and the, the, the gospels, it talks about celebrating the coming Messiah. It, and, and about for the second coming. Well, if we're celebrating his second coming, we should celebrate his first coming because without the first coming, there would be no second coming. Absolutely. So you, have, you have to celebrate it. You know, celebration is not a bad thing. You know, we celebrate the birth of a baby that's born, a grandchild that's born. We celebrate their birth. What better birth to celebrate than the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Absolutely. So yeah. the second thing, uh, so they say there's no command. The second thing, and this one really irritates me, as all of it irritates me, I guess, because I'm one of the people that I love Christmas. I've had times where Christmas has sucked, where I had no money, less than no money. Um, I've had times where it's great, but one of the things I love about it is because we, we, we should and we can celebrate the birth of Christ and it's worth celebrating. And it's a time where even mean-spirited people, apparently except those on TikTok, mean-spirited people get nicer. Everyone get. I mean, do you, you remember back in the day when people used to just be nice and all of a sudden people were greeting yeah. their neighbors and all kind of stuff. It was It was just a great time of the year. Not so much like that right now should be but um so the the other thing is just that we're not even celebrating it on the right date we don't even know when he was born um and there's truth to that yeah they're absolutely true we don't we don't know he more than likely if you if you read history and you read the 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 look at when tax season and all that was for for the Israelites and everything, you're talking probably late winter, early, early spring is when he actually was born. Um, why do we celebrate it the 25th of December? It was a date chosen. Okay, this is the day we're going to choose to do this. Um, let me let me go out of the box and crazy for a few seconds. Why do we celebrate a pet's birth date when we don't know the pet's birth date? We, okay. cele we celebrate their adopted date or we celebrate their gotcha date. Yeah. Okay. So I know I'm comparing Jesus to a dog, but I'm not trying to. I'm trying to make a point. The date's not important. The important thing that we're celebrating is the fact that Jesus came to save us from our sins. And he came in a way that it was so humble of him to come. 
if he would have come already a man and already riding a horse, we wouldn't give him two flips about anything. But because he came humbly and he lived a life that was that was a meager means and, and he lived a life that was humble and he showed us how to live our lives. Yes, we celebrate his birth. And I don't care what day it's on. I, I think a lot of people are going to have to rewind this or 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 go back a few seconds because they're still stuck on the dog comment. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. But no, that that's exactly it. It doesn't matter what day it is. We're not celebrating a day. We're not celebrating the 25th of December. We're celebrating the fact that Christ, the Savior, was born. And uh, some people have said, well, it's the it's the pagan holiday and the church took this pagan holiday. I don't I'm not celebrating the pagan holiday. There were so many pagan religions that were around before Christ was born. So any day, I mean, throw a, a, a dart at a calendar and any day you hit, there could have been some pagan holiday. But I don't care. I'm not celebrating that pagan holiday. I'm celebrating the fact that Christ was born. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what day, like you said, it's not about a day. It's about the celebration. It's like a, um, I'm going to use something other than a dog, <laughs> but it's I'm like, sorry. no, no, that's okay. Uh, you probably got more people's attention with the dog thing. Cause a lot of people do that. <laughs> they do. They celebrate the dog. Yeah. Uh, but it's like a couple who, you know, our wedding anniversary is on this day. But you're working, I'm working, you know, we can't, or we're going to be out of town, or we're going to be busy, so we're going to celebrate our wedding anniversary on this other day. Mm -hmm. Are they violating their marriage vows by doing that? No, not at all. Because it's not about that particular day, it's about the celebration of what happened on that day. So uh, you're absolutely right. I'm, I'm, and I, I, I don't understand why people are so legalistic and don't get that. But like you said, they'll do it in other things. But when it comes yeah. to Christ, they're like, well, no, it's unacceptable. And I'm like, how is that unacceptable? Yeah. You know, we can celebrate his birth every day if we wanted to. But uh, so the last one, um, we talked about the, the, the biblical, there is no biblical command. We talked about the date. The last one is the commercialization of it. And that one hits to a lot of people. And as we said with all of these, there's some validity to all of these complaints. Yeah. Uh, but this one hits to a lot of people because for many people, Christians, we're not even talking about non-Christians, celebrating Christmas is really the, um, now my phone's ringing in the background, the birth of Christ is like the smallest part of it. And the gift giving and the commercialization is the biggest part of it. Yeah. And... It is. I mean, it never used to be. Never, you know, 50 years ago, 100 years ago, they celebrated it with hand handmade gifts. You didn't go out and buy thousands of dollars worth of toys to give to your kids. You went out to the barn and you, you uh, chilled out some cars that have wooden wheels and wooden frames, and that's what they got. Um we have commercialized not only Christmas, but Easter. I mean, we'll get there, but we, we've, we've commercialized Easter as well. 
it, it's Christmas should never be about outdoing someone else with their gift giving. I'm going to give my gift is going to be a better gift to grandma than your gift is going to be to grandma. That's not what Christmas Christmas is about celebrating the humble birth of Jesus, as I said before. And the gifts that were represented at Christmas were, were represented as out of respect. And that's what we've lost. We've lost the respect. When we started saying Merry Xmas instead of Merry Christmas, we took Christ out of it. Yeah. And we, we, we've taken Christ out of it a lot. I think, yeah. now, don't get me wrong. I'm going to say this. I know I, I'm, I'm going to come back and clarify it so no one gets me wrong. I don't have a problem with people giving gifts I don't that, they can, that they can afford to give. No one should go into debt um, right. trying trying to give gifts, gifts that you can afford to give. Um, I agree. And uh, if people are really concerned about the commercialization of it, give gifts that will lead people to Christ. That doesn't mean you have to give them a Bible, uh, but give gifts that will be, you know, more God honoring or God centered. Um, whatever that may be for the individuals that you're giving them to. Don't do that to people who you know want nothing to do with Christ because that's just antagonistic. But um, yeah. give smaller thought-provoking gifts. Uh, my daughter doesn't listen to these podcasts, so I can talk about what I got for her. Um, uh, she has two other females in her life who are really important to her and who are like family to her. They are family to her. So I got them each a $10 keychain. And when you, there's a, a scan on the keychain, when you scan it, it plays a song that says we are family. Hmm. So that she, it reinforces yeah. that, you know, these two women in your life that you guys, you're all family, 10 bucks each. And that's it. Merry Christmas. Um, yeah. You know, uh, so you don't have to spend a lot of money. Um, there are so many uh, books out there, not that I'm trying to pinpoint my books, but books that you can use to send people uh, Christian books that will help inspire them, educate them. Uh, there's so many other gifts that you can give uh, that are God-honoring and God-centered. You don't have to go into debt, but there's absolutely nothing wrong, in my opinion, with bringing gifts, because even though it was a little ways down the road, uh, that's part of the the biblical story is the wise men bringing gifts to Jesus and the gifts that they brought were significant to him. I mean, yeah, the, they were the, practical. Yeah. The gold was, that's what you would give a King. Um, frankincense, I think is what you would give for a priest. And then the myrrh was what you would, was technically for his uh, burial. So these were specific, thoughtful, yeah. like, this applies to who you are. Yes. Um, so I don't think there's anything wrong with gift giving, but no. I agree. If we, if we make it too commercialized, like no one needs to roll up with, you know, you roll up outside and there's a, a Mercedes with a bow on it for Christmas. Do that for your anniversary, you know, or, or something like that. Yeah. 
and I mean, you know, it, it, I won't lie. When when I was growing up, mom mom and dad had stacks of presents in corners for us kids, and and they were overflowing stacks, and I always liked that, but. I never thought about the sacrifice that it caused them to give me those gifts. Yeah. So maybe this Christmas we need to be a little more grateful, no matter how small or how large the gift is, but on the person giving the gift and the reason behind the gift. Yeah. You know, um, it's hard to. It's hard to not live in this world and be influenced by the commercialism of everything. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah. You know, um, unless you're Amish or you're, you're, you're a hermit somewhere, you're going to see it. Yeah. And um, again, to, to some point, there's, nothing wrong with that it doesn't say don't do it in the bible but are you celebrating things instead of celebrating the king um you know we need to focus on celebrating the king and not celebrating the things yeah and Taylor, if you're listening put that on a t-shirt as well (laughs) That needs to go on a t-shirt. We need to celebrate the king and not celebrate the things. So I'm gonna send her this podcast. So she <laughs> may... Yeah. But yeah. I mean, as I said at the beginning, Christmas is hard and, and the commercializing of Christmas is some of the reason why people have the blue Christmases. Yeah. Yeah. And, this... and it all goes back to losing our focus on the reason for the season to begin with yeah on the birth of christ um this this year again has been hard on so many people uh covid related stuff yes and then so many people who lost their jobs because of the mandates uh so many people who um and this is, the, I was just listening to this on the news. So many people in law enforcement who, because of all of the, the stuff going on in our, in our nation, they left. They were like, I can't do this job anymore. So many pastors, as you and I know, who, because of all the fighting in churches over COVID and mass mandates and everything else, and the political stuff, who are like, for my own sanity, I've got to leave. They've left the pulpit or... Many of them, because they didn't go along with some ridiculous thing, were forced out of the pulpit. Um, and yeah. and so there's there's so many people now who are are hurting at this time of year, and um, yeah, they're they're in a financially extremely difficult place, um, and going into a church where they're talking about. You know, we just gave away X hundred gift cards and this, that, and the other. And, but don't forget to tithe. Yeah. That's that, that, that doesn't help. And, and, and let me just throw this out there just 
because I can. <laughs> As Floyd said earlier, you don't need to go into debt to do this, to, to celebrate Christmas in, a, in the best Christmas that you could ever have. And those who come to you or come to us after Christmas in such financial straits because they overspent for Christmas, I, I have a hard time having any empathy with them because they caused their own situation. Yeah, when that happens, don't come to the church. Go to Chase Bank. Go to Bank of America. Go go yeah. go get a loan because that's not a situation where the church can help you. That's where you need some financial uh, stability and 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 that type of thing. Now, uh, once you get all that squared up, and I know this sounds harsh, but yeah, there are lots of churches. Uh, we used to do it. I went through it myself. Um, financial planning classes that will help you not make those kind of mistakes and and put things in place, habits that will. Uh, help you financially but yeah i agree with you yeah. wholeheartedly yeah so i i just wanted to throw that out i know it's you know it sounds like we're beating up on on christians and we're not we're no. just we're just trying to get you to put the priorities back where they belong the priority of of celebrating jesus christ and him alone is the reason that we celebrate Christmas. And like we said, it could be on December 25th. It could be on July 4th. It doesn't matter. We're celebrating Jesus. And we should celebrate Jesus every day. It shouldn't be a one-time-a-year celebration. We should be celebrating his birth, his resurrection, his death, his resurrection, and his coming again. We should celebrate every day. It should not be a one-day yearly event. And I, I don't have anything to add. That just wraps it up right there. So uh, I'm going to ask Mark, as usual, to uh, kind of close us out in prayer, and then we will be done. And we pray that each and every one of you guys has a very Merry Christmas, uh, celebrating the birth of Jesus with your family and friends, and that you have a safe and blessed and happy new year. Amen. Father, we thank you once again for the opportunity to get together and to talk about uh, the subjects that are at hand. And Lord, we just ask that you would just show us a new um, a new focus this year for Christmas, that we would focus on you. It's not a new one, it's an old one, but that we would renew our focus in you and that we would, we would celebrate you as a person and not just getting gifts and, and giving gifts, but that we would, we would think about you and, and, and celebrate you this season. Be with those who are having a hard time with this season, that are going through this season dreading it. We ask that you give them peace and comfort. We ask that you give them um, a spirit of, uh, of calmness as they go through it. And let them know in a mighty way that you are still in control, um, even though they don't feel like you're there. 
And Lord, we just ask now that you would just bless each and every listener. Um, give them a very Merry Christmas and a wonderful New Year. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.